This is WCPO FM 1051 on your FM dial, Cincinnati, Ohio. WKRC, Cincinnati. This is the nation station. Hi again, everyone, and welcome to the Cincy Shirts Podcast. It's episode 123. Today on our show, it's all about Columbia Tusculum, as well as the East End and Lindenwood, with Mary Beth Wilker of the Three East Business Association. People like it because it's not, it's, you know, like nature. It's technically the East End's called the Garden District. So there's, it's not like you're walking on concrete all the time, if you know what I mean. Like there's parks, there's people every, well, every day are running and biking along the road there so they put in a really nice path. Mary Beth owns Wilker Design right there on Riverside Drive aka Eastern Avenue. She talks to us about the three communities that make up the three East Business Association, the aforementioned Columbia, Tusculum, Linwood, and East End. Mary Beth gives a little history of the area, talks about some of the exciting places they're in, and previews this fall's Homorama. If you've been liking the podcast, you can help support it by a PayPal or Venmo. Simply use podcast at cincyshirts.com. Also, be sure to listen for the special promo code for 20% off near the end of the episode so you can save at cincyshirts.com. So I'll pick it up on the other side of the interview and tie up some loose ends about the three neighborhoods. Uh, I did some research on them and found out some really fascinating things. But for now, let's talk to Mary Beth Wilker. Cincinnati. She came down Cincinnati. Just maybe think of me once in a while. I'm at CincyShirts.com in Cincinnati. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Um, <laughs> I guess we'll uh, we'll get your Cincinnati bona fides out of the way. Uh, are you a Cincinnati native? Yes, I am. Okay, so uh, where'd you go to high school? All right, um, that's always the first question, right? Yep. I went to Macaulay High School. Okay, where's that? Uh, yeah, it's um, it's North College Hill area, so uh, okay, kind of west side, but okay. People are screaming at their podcast right now. So I'm not from the area, so even though I've lived okay. here 25 years. Uh, the west side, it's like another planet, so it's... <laughs> yeah, well, it's um, it's an all-girls Catholic school, and okay. my husband went to an all-boys Catholic school, so... Ah, okay. Well, very good. So, what do you do these days? What is your uh, your your main job, I guess, would be a good place to start? Yeah, so I'm in marketing. Um, I studied here locally at the Art Academy of Cincinnati, and then... Uh, started my own design company a long time ago, so it's been a an interesting path because the technology's changed so much. So it's it's been very good. So you uh, have a business in the Columbia Tusculum area. Do you live in Columbia Tusculum? No. Um, about well, let's see. Two thousand and eight, we purchased um, an old Barney Kroger building in East End on Riverside Drive. And it's close to Eli's barbecue. Okay, but, uh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. um, you're by my friend David Luxus's business, Cog. Yeah, actually, he was in uh, our space. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So I know Dave. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, there you go. Small world. How about that? I'll have exactly. To, I'll have to tell him we spoke to you. Um, cool. I'm sorry, I digress. <laughs> you, you, so you moved into the space 
So I guess Cog must have moved. I haven't been down there for a while. We had lunch a couple of years ago. I mean, they've got they've been very successful. So I imagine they must have moved to a bigger space. They had a space downtown that was service oriented, and they were combining everything in one and adding some technology. So I think they needed a bigger space, or they wanted to take over our entire space, which we were there. It's kind of a collective, okay. if you will, for creative people, and yeah, okay. So the and you're a member of the Columbia Tusculum. Is it the Business Association? What exactly is the, the right? Name? So it's um, the Three East Business Association, and so that includes Columbia Tusculum businesses, East End businesses, and Linwood. And at the time, we united because there wasn't enough truly business in the area um, to create, you know, like a business entertainment district. So we started with um, Columbia Tusculum and created a business district there. And now we have a second one in the East End, which is right where my office is. Okay. So people are probably most familiar with Columbia Tusculum as the place you drive through on the Columbia Parkway between, say, you know, Fairfax, Marymount area and downtown. It's the uh, the stopping point there and probably most recognizable for the intersection of Delta and Columbia Parkway where you'll find the precinct. Okay, yeah, so this, so, so people are familiar. Um, so kind of walk us through the history of the area. I know it is technically the, well, technically it is. It is Cincinnati's oldest neighborhood. It was the first settlement uh, in the area by Europeans. Yes, um, it's the oldest neighborhood in the area. And a lot of the homes are still, still have that character and people have kept up, you know, the peanut lady style. So it's now mixed with some contemporary look and it's really a great place to, to go and be entertained. It's a great place to work. It's a great place for lunch. Yeah. Columbia Tusculum and, and now the East end. And I think Linwood eventually we're all going to be uplifted if you will. Um, I think people don't necessarily want to go downtown and deal with parking and, you know, it's just easy. There's, you don't have to pay to park. You can pull in wherever you can walk to several different restaurants like Eli's or Highmark or Streetside. Um, and then there's Allen's like there's so many great options, you know, like for entertainment. And um, there's always Taglia's late night for karaoke or I'm sorry, Tostadas. And Taglia's is the, the pizza place and they have great options for pizza and so how does it uh, go from uh, – in because there were originally three settlements along the river in Cincinnati and, of course, Columbia being the first one. How does it – how did it grow uh, and become, you know, uh, part of Cincinnati and not actually become the main uh, settlement of Cincinnati? Like how did Los Santosville beat it out? That's a good question. I'm not a historian, <laughs> but I, I can tell you that there was a lot of industry along the river because – that was their means of transportation back in the day. And so while Cincinnati was growing, this area was just a little farther north along the river. So it offered another settlement, if you will. Um, I do believe there was like a shipyard and a lot of small pubs and stuff along the corridor, which is called Riverside Drive now, but that was Eastern Avenue back in the day. Um, they changed the name recently with all the new condos and nicer homes that are being built. And uh, yeah, so East End uh, used to be like several other places. I think it used to be a place called Pendleton, 
which is where they built a lot of ships, not to be confused with the neighborhood that is now Pendleton, which is just northeast of downtown and just east of uh, over the Rhine. Yeah, and there's um, a really nice little heritage center close to the Duke Energy and the Schmidt ball fields. There's a little heritage center that can be rented out for like small parties and and stuff like that. So they're trying to keep that little bit of history alive. Yeah, and I, I guess folks be familiar with that part of it. whenever you've been detoured off the Columbia Parkway, that's usually where you're dumped onto is uh, Riverside, the former Eastern Avenue, uh, to take you into downtown. And uh, as I recall, the Schmidt ball fields, if I remember my Reds history correctly, I think was actually the first where the first home field of the Reds was located back in the late 1800s. Yeah, it, it's, um, it's grown quite a bit. And in the summer, now that we have COVID, I don't know if it's going to be the same, but in the summer, that whole area is just packed with people playing softball and there's soccer fields and there's great walking trails and bike trails all along there. And there's, of course, a place to like a marina section to put your boat in which is, you know, nice for kayakers or um, anybody who has like a motorboat. Yeah, I was just going to mention that my wife's colleague at work has a a boat tied up actually there. And I didn't know about that until uh, she went there for, they had a a, a work party there one day. And I'm like, I didn't know there were boats there. I thought the marinas were further down the river. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's actually in the area in the East End, there's, two full marinas where you can store your boat. So you were probably either at Four Seasons Marina, which also has some restaurants and a pool and sand volleyball, along with soccer fields as well. Or there's Rivertown Marina, and they um, they have a pool and they have a fire pit, and it's a, um, they're going to start offering um, people to you know park their campers and have like a campground there as well. So with views of the river, and so it's really come a long way. This area is, just keeps getting better and better every year. Yeah, I noticed right kind of behind where you are, they've been building townhouses and, and, and condos and the like. Uh, how are they handling the, the flooding issue there? Because that seems to be very susceptible when the river gets a little high. So uh, there's FEMA laws around where to build and how, how to build within those you know, constraints. So a lot of them put in fill dirt, if you will, to raise the level of where the foundation starts. And then oftentimes what they'll do is the garage on the first floor, and then the the houses are more stacked up above, um, you know, like within, you know, like say three, three floors. So it's crazy. Those houses have elevators in them and all of them have views of the river and, I guess everything comes back around, right? Like, I guess that might have been popular years ago, and then it wasn't popular, and now it's popular again. So rather than people buying a place in Florida, they moved down along the river in Ohio or Kentucky. So, And is that development continuing? Oh, yeah. it's It's been nonstop, and uh, the introduction of a homorama is just another piece of, um, I think, what's going to happen to the area. I think people like it because it's not, it's, it's got, you know, like nature. It's technically the East End's called the Garden District. So there's, it's not like you're walking on concrete all the time, if you know what I mean. Like there's parks, there's people every, well, every day are running and biking along the road there. So they put in a really nice path 
and um, it's it's a great place to be. I mean, I used to have my office in Hyde Park, and now we're here. And when my husband had the vision, I I, I was like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> um, the building we bought it was it was actually cinder blocked. The windows were cinder blocked, and you know it had a padded front door, and it was a office space that was technically used to build cabinetry. And um, the guy would pull in, back his truck in with his wood, make his cabinets, and then pull back out and lock everything up. And now it's it's not like that at all. And and to be honest, it has been the most pleasant neighborhood to be in. I mean, as far as neighbors go, everybody is really wonderful. And the the Great Miami Bike Trail that's supposed to be going through there. I know there's there's still a couple of gaps in it throughout the east side and up into the eastern hills. But what's the status of it going through the East End and and Columbia Township and um, Columbia Tusculum? Yeah, we're really excited and waiting for that. And in the meantime, we can walk along the streets or you know ride along the streets within the zoned areas. But um, that's a that's a question for the city when they're ready to let that that go. Is that one of the things you guys are trying to promote, though, and trying to put a little pressure on them to get that done? Because that seems like it would be a, uh, you know, just a, a natural fit to get people down there. And maybe even being able to walk all the way down to the uh, the stadiums there because you can almost connect to the, the one park that's just west of uh, – or just – no, I'm sorry, just east of the uh, boathouse. I mean, certainly that is our hope, but these things take time. <laughs> So uh, one thing I think people realize either is that Columbia Tusculum actually uh, is a little bigger than you would realize. Like I said, most people think of it as the intersection of Delta and the Columbia Parkway for the most part, and right where you come into it, where the where the buildings start. But it also goes back, let me see, eastward, and ends up across the street from Lunkin Field, and also contains uh, like the oldest cemetery in the city, or in the county, I think. Yeah, yeah, there's um there's part of the bike trail right there and it's right behind the um city sewage building. Um I think it's part of the waterworks. But yeah, that that cemetery is really something to see and it's kind of hidden back there. So, unless you're walking on the trail or on your bike, you wouldn't necessarily notice it. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that you know, we have an airport, we have biking trails, we have two marinas and ball fields, and it's a it's a really great space to be in as far as the city of Cincinnati. And I guess uh, people really don't know much about the the East End except for like you said Riverside Drive and maybe even Linwood because Linwood you only kind of pass over because you kind of skirt it when you're going if you're going up Beachmont Avenue and heading into the city, uh, you might go by Linwood. But uh, what what are some things that are going on in Linwood? Um, yes, the Linwood is is growing, and there's um, there's some businesses that move there. So um, there used to be Terry's Turf Club, and I think now it's called the Turf Club. Um, so that is still going strong. And then Brew River, which used to be on Riverside Drive in the East End, moved. I think technically that is Linwood into um, a, a building real close to Terry's Turf Club. So. You know, it's it's slowly growing, and um, there's some other obviously businesses there, and we have you know yoga and and then uh, East End, of course, uh, it goes east out of the city, thus the name, 
And for a, a good length of it, it just really follows Riverside Drive. Then it kind of bubbles out uh, into the area, I guess, between the river and between the and uh, Columbia Tusculum. What all can can folks find there? When I've been through there, it seems kind of a little mix of uh, industry, old homes, that sort of affair. What's uh, what's East End like? Yeah, the East End um, actually a lot of the buildings and so forth are being torn down. Some of the older homes. And, you know, they're just building more and more condos and, um, you know, unique homes that have views of the river. And um, it seems to be a hot spot for kind of the younger and retired age. So it's it's a really good, diverse mix of people. So is that kind of a trend, people moving back to the city? I mean, um, from my perspective, I think it's a nice mix between not being downtown in a flat and having, you know, having a little bit of nature and then living in something like a flat, if you will. You can still walk in the neighborhood. You can still, you know, if you want to go meet somebody for a drink, you can hop on your bike or you can walk down the down the road and meet somebody for pizza or whatever it is. Okay. And so what, what kind of things is the, is the, uh, the business association promoting these days to kind of, you know, make the, the three neighborhoods, you know, even more attractive, I guess, to both businesses and to, uh, you know, housing development? Right. So we, um, we all form the three East business association, which is the three different communities together. And like I said, there's two entertainment districts, one in Columbia, Tuscum and one in the East End, I think eventually Linwood will also have one. It's getting, it's growing and becoming that. But as of now, you know, again, everything takes time and processes. <laughs> yeah, it seems like Linwood has a little business area. If um, I'm trying to think how you even get to, I think it's, it is down the street from Brew River, the former Bella Luna, for those familiar uh, with the area. I think you can drive straight under the levee or around the levee, and then there's a little business district right there in Linwood. And I believe if you you can go up the hill from that point and get to Alt Park, if I'm not mistaken. So people might know. Uh, and there's a church there and things like that. And there, there, there do seem to be some businesses that have, that have been popping up there in the past couple yeah. of years. Like I said, it's growing, and um, I don't know if you've ever been on the dinner train. Um, oh, let's talk but- about that. Because uh, yeah, my wife always wants to do that. I'm like, how do you do that? And we're like, where do you do that? I, did, I forgot that was um, that's in that part of town. So um, I think the actual location to get on the dinner train is in um, kind of O'Brienville, uh, Madisonville area near Madison Bowl. And so you basically you get your ticket and you um, get on and they go all the way down to through uh, Linwood, through Columbia Tusculum, through the East End, to where um, the Montgomery Rib King is. And uh, then they turn around and come back. And so that's just enough time to have a cocktail, eat dinner, and then be back before it's too dark. <laughs> yeah, and I guess you, met, you passed through probably some really historic areas and I uh, really get a sense for what it was like to, uh, to ride the rails back then because I get you know and uh, I guess the old Georgetown and uh, what was it, the Georgetown and Cincinnati Railroad uh, actually st- started its terminus was in what is now East End what we call it East End and it ran of course across East End across the airport behind Lunkin, well the front of Lunkin, I guess if you're 
talking about facing toward the river and uh, and out through there. So uh, rail travel is a very big part of the history of all three neighborhoods. Yeah, it's um, it's a shame that we don't use that more as a transportation because it's so relaxing and it's just a different way to experience going from A to B, you know. So Homorama, when, when is that going to be? I know people always hear about it, but for those unfamiliar, maybe you can walk us through that a little bit. Um, it's going to be in Columbia, Tusculum this year? Uh, it's actually in the East End, but okay. near Columbia, Tusculum. So um, technically, it's in the East End. It is right behind where the precinct is, that first street there. You go to the very end. It's amazing how much space was there until the developers cleared off the space and really opened it up. I mean, I think they can put like 60 homes. However, they're only putting 40 to keep the green space. And um, I think most of the homes are going to have a view of the river and they'll be able to walk onto Riverside through a tunnel that's been there since the 1800s. So it's kind of got a little bit of nostalgic opportunity and contemporary you know, like a little history, a little uh, modern and a uh, little river and everything tied into one. So that tunnel you're talking about, people might have seen it driving along Riverside. It's the one that's sort of near where you are, near Eli's, right? It kind of goes under the train tracks. Is that the one? It's actually um, right across the street from Emma's, the new wine bar okay. and Highmark. Okay. And and back on that street, I know if, you, if you're on the Columbia Parkway heading out of town and you approach the precinct and look over, you can still see some houses kind of through the trees on the street. Is there – are they replacing those houses or is there a construction beyond that? Because I, I kind of know where you're talking about, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, right. So this area is was just um, – actually, it was a area that um, – you know, where the old shipyard was, and now they're just building brand new homes. Well, that's cool. The old shipping yard. That's a, that's very historical. Yeah, it's really, really exciting. We're, we're thrilled. And, um, I know a lot of the neighbors are too, to see this actually happen. Uh, do like people, especially, you know, in the, maybe in the East End and sort of Linwood area, does anybody ever get kind of resistance to some of the development coming in thinking it's going to, you know, going to, you know, drive up their property taxes or do they, you know, jump on board and say, well, it's going to, you know, improve things and, you know, we'll get, you know, maybe better streets and, you know, some other amenities. Uh, how do the folks that have been there for a long time approach these changes? Yeah, I think most of them, like I said, the neighborhood is a real diverse mix and everybody is really uh, fantastic. We all work together and, uh, do, you know, do what we can to keep, you know, everybody happy and keep things moving along. Now, you mentioned the Painted Ladies, which I think Columbia Tuscan probably is the most famous neighborhood for the Painted Ladies in Cincinnati. I think when you think of that, even though they are kind of all over uh, if you think of the one neighborhood, it is definitely Columbia Tusculum. Is there a if you buy one of those? Is there any kind of uh, way that people can help you fix those up? Because I know they're they're pretty high maintenance. I, you know, they're they're usually all wood. They looks like they need a lot of paint, a lot of different kinds of paint. Is, is there any kind of a neighborhood association that helps folks with that? Help get those things sorted? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I I don't know. I don't know if there's even like a history around it where if it's a historic building and you have to follow certain protocols, but I'm sure the city would be able to answer that one. <laughs> okay. And uh, back to Homorama. How exactly does Homorama work? I mean, is it people are 
you register and then you're allowed to walk through these these different houses or what's uh, what kind of the, the, the purpose and, and kind of the thrust of Homerama? From everything I understand, Homerama is a show they do every year and I've always tried to go to see the latest trends and see what the newest things are that are out there in new homes, whether, you know, it's a kitchen uh, setup or just even the design of the homes or landscaping and, and um, it's a great opportunity. Like if you're looking to buy or if you're just getting ideas. And so I think it lasts for two weeks straight. And then the last two weekends of the month. And I think they pushed it back to October with the COVID situation. People will basically, all they do is buy a ticket. Um, There's certain days that are more eventful than others, depending on what your interests are. Um, I think they even have like live bands and food and music uh, venues. They have like a realtor's day. They have a community day for the neighborhood. Um, So it's a great chance to get out there and just see what's happening in, in this area of building homes and new items, new features, new products and so forth. And it's a good chance, I guess, to uh, walk the neighborhood as well. Yeah, that that's our hope is that people can get out and see the great things that the East End and Columbia Tuscan have to offer. Linwood's probably a little far to walk from where that is, you know, that location is, but um, there's certainly some great restaurants and uh, breweries and everything in the area. And uh, it seems that, uh, you know, Columbia Tusculum, since I've lived here, because we used to go to Allen's, like probably from like the, the first year we lived here. So we're pretty familiar with the uh, the neighborhood in that respect. But it seems like there's always something, you know, getting built new, that, that little plaza across the street got added a couple of years ago. Is, it, is that always kind of a thing that they keep looking to, you know, I guess, uh, re, re What's the word I'm looking for? Invigorate the neighborhood and revitalize it and keep moving forward? Yeah, I think there's all kinds of businesses trying to expand and try different locations. And like you mentioned, Allen's, um, that's one of our favorite places. And he is now just expanding and he's converting his outside area uh, where he had parking. He's, he's putting in stamped concrete and putting in more tables because of the COVID and just expanding his whole outdoor section. So that's going to be a great place to come in the summer. And, um, you know, his food is really geared towards anybody who's vegan or loves Cajun. And of course the uh, precinct, which I've only eaten at once because, um, well, you know, it's the precinct and it's, uh, <laughs> it's a lot of dollar signs with that one. Yeah, that's in an old, uh, for folks are probably vaguely familiar with, uh, maybe it's in an old, uh, as the name implies, it's an old police station. Yeah, yeah. It's such a neat old building, and they did build an addition on the back, so it's a little bit more casual if you don't want to be, you know, fancy dining. So I think, again, it's another place from Homerama. You could basically walk a block and be there. <laughs> yep. Days to the 1890s, if I recall correctly. And uh, we're still trying to get Jeff Ruby on the uh, podcast. So if, uh, I don't know if it's part of the business association, if you ever talk to Jeff since he has a restaurant in Columbia Tusculum, but if you could put in a good word for us, that would be fabulous. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's not on our business group, um, unfortunately. Oh, shoot. Uh, yeah. I guess that, um, well, how, what percent of businesses, I would imagine everybody would be, would want to jump into the business association. 
Yeah, um, I guess it's a personal choice. Um, you know, some people don't necessarily need to tie themselves in with the community. Uh, my husband is a real estate agent, so he's most real estate and his business. It's it's crucial to be involved in the neighborhood, and he's the president of the business association this year. So um, we've been pretty involved, especially in the East End. That's cool. So if uh, if any of our listeners in the Linwood, East End, Columbia, Tusculum area have a business or are thinking of starting a business, how would they get in touch with you folks? Oh, yeah. So we have um, a website and um, certainly you can contact me, uh, marybeth at wilkerdesign.com. And we have a business website called the Three East Business Association. Great. Well, uh, this has been fabulous. I learned a lot about Columbia Tusculum and uh, and Linwood and East End today. Anything else that uh, you want to promote? We got Homerama, of course, and and of course that we just promoted the the business association. Uh, anything else you want to plug? Well, I would just say if you're looking to start a business, whether it's a bar, restaurant, coffee shop, or even a salon, or even looking for office space, that it's a it's a great easy location for people to find it's easy to park it's um people they love to meet me at my office because they're like can we go to Eli's for lunch or can we go to Highmark or you know whatever so it's just it's outside and easy and um yeah we we hope to see a lot of people at Homerama and maybe in in some of those places too Great. Okay. Well, we've reached the point of the episode where uh, we invite the guests to choose a, a coupon code that listeners can use to take 20% off their purchase at CincyShirts.com or OldSchoolShirts.com. So uh, what word would you want that to be? Uh, how about East End Cincy? East End Cincy. All right. Cool. All one word, folks. Use that. You can take that uh, Use twenty Take that 20% off of your CincyShirts.com order or OldSchoolShirts.com order or both. And uh, terrific. Well, uh, thanks for taking the time today. Uh, we really appreciate this. And uh, thanks for teaching us all about Columbia, Tusculum, and, and Linwood and the East End. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right. Thanks, Maribeth. Okay. Bye-bye. Beth Walker. So I did a little research on Columbia Tusculum, the East End, and Linwood. They are not far from where I live. Now, as I stated in the interview there, uh, Columbia Tusculum, the oldest community in the Cincinnati area, it was actually founded in 1788, two years before Los Santaville, which became Cincinnati. And of course, it's well known for the uh, so-called painted ladies, the Victorian homes there that you see when you drive through. And uh, there are all those different neat colors. And they kind of go up onto the hill. As you can see, there's, a, there's quite a few around there. It's also home to Spencer Township Hall, which is two blocks from the parkway on Eastern Avenue. Uh, that was built in 1860. And as the name implies, it was a former town hall until, I guess, the area was annexed by the city. Uh, it's also home... Uh, it was a little confusing here in the interview. There's actually two cemeteries uh, in the area that are pioneer cemeteries. One is the Fulton Presbyterian Cemetery. That's along the bike trail right near Correll Street where the, uh, I guess that's more so in the east end, or that might still be Columbia Tuscan, but that's where the, the bike trail uh, starts or ends, as, uh, as the case may be. And if you walk up between there and Lunkin Airport, uh, if you're going toward the airport on the left-hand side, is where the Fulton Presbyterian Cemetery is. That dates to 1794. The Pioneer Cemetery is across from Lunkin, and that is uh, not on the bike trail. You have to craft across uh, Wilmer Avenue to get to it. It is also the site of the uh, 
let me see, of the uh, Baptist church that was constructed there in 1790. How about that? So uh, there's two pioneer cemeteries, uh, right? Uh, I guess they're less than a mile apart. Okay, so the precinct was built in 1896, and then it was uh, converted into a restaurant in 1981 by Mr. Jeff Ruby. Again, if anybody knows how we can get Mr. Jeff Ruby on the podcast, uh, please contact us, podcast, at cincyshirts.com. So last week we spoke to James Manger of the Cincinnati uh, Public Library, and he was talking about the Carnegie Libraries in the area. There is a former Carnegie Library located on Eastern Avenue in Columbia, Tusculum. It used to be a VFW hall, and now it's a community theater. So there you go. So there's it's still standing, but now being used for something different. As for the East End, I looked this up. I was a little confused about, uh, yes, the East End did have a Major League Baseball park. Uh, it was called East End Field, sometimes called Pendleton Park, and it was home. This is confusing. To the Cincinnati Reds, but not the Cincinnati Reds, the team was more widely known as Cincinnati's Kelly's Killers. What happened was the Reds left the American Association, I think, in 1890 and moved to the National League. And then the American Association put another team in Cincinnati. That team played in Pendleton Park slash the East End Field. So there you go. All right. It's also the home to Annie's Nightclub, by the way, the East End, you folks may remember. That's right at the end of Wilmer Avenue and uh, I guess what is... uh, Kellogg Avenue at that point. So uh, so some good memories for you heavy metal rock and roll fans there. And then Linwood was established in 1848 and annexed to the city of Cincinnati in 1896. Uh, what the building I thought was a church is actually a church, but it was originally the town hall. Yeah, it was built in in 1875, and it was sold uh, around the turn of the 20th century, uh, and then it was used as a church until 1995, and then they merged with another church in Madisonville, but the church still owns the building. It just isn't used as a church anymore. So there you have it. Population Linwood, 872. Salute. So I reckon that's got to be one of the smallest communities uh, in the city. And yeah, as I we both surmised in the interview, Eastern Avenue there and Linwood uh, encompasses the part from Terry's Turf Club all the way up north across the Beachmont Levee, or actually under the Beachmont Levee, well, or over the Beachmont Levee. Anyway, through the, the, the other side, then you go back onto the Columbia Parkway, and that essentially is Linwood, what my wife would call a cute little area. Hopefully there's some, some big things ahead for Linwood. And uh, there you have it. Those are the three communities there. Um, if you want to know about other communities, we've got a great episode about Northside with Tim Jeckering last year. Just look that up on our um, on our website uh, or in our the Cincy Shirts blog. And you can also, oh, the other thing I was going to mention, I'm sorry, about Columbia Tusculum is the old uh, Cincinnati, Georgetown, and Portsmouth Railroad. The line started at Correll and Dumont Streets there in Columbia Tusculum, right near where the bike path starts. And then if you walk on the south side of Lunkin Airport on the bike path, you that's actually, most of that is the right-of-way for the old railroad. In fact, you can see crossing Wilmer, the concrete supports where the uh, trestle used to go across for the uh, train. And, there, and then when you get to the, I guess you get to the river, uh, the bike path goes north and the uh, train tracks went across the Little Miami River into Mount Washington and up into Anderson Township. So anyway, some fun there. We have a blog post about that, by the way, on the Cincy Shirts blog. Just look up Cincy Shirts blog, a Cincinnati, Georgetown, uh, Portsmouth Railroad. It'll come right up. So anyway, like I was saying about uh, other neighborhoods, we had a great episode with Tom Jeckering. He was the vice president of the Northside Business Association. 
And he moved to Northside uh, from Dayton like in the 80s, and then he became like a member of their uh, business association. So he not only knows the whole history of Northside, but everything that's happened since he lived there, of course. And he has some great stories about uh, refurbishing homes to kind of make the community a little bit better. And we found a lot of really cool stuff, not just about Northside, just about neighborhood associations in general and then all the things that they do. So that was a really cool one. And to that end, if you know somebody or you yourself are an expert on your neighborhood, please contact us, podcast at cincyshirts.com. We love to learn about all the neighborhoods and communities in Cincinnati, anywhere in the greater, even in northern Kentucky, southeast Indiana, wherever, you just let us know. Again, just uh, put podcast guest in the subject line and tell us about the person you think we should have on, or if it's you, tell us why you should be on the show and what we'd like to talk about as far as your community goes. Now, be sure to tell friends and loved ones about the show, including folks who may no longer live in the area, but still feel connected to the tri-state. And if you haven't already, go back and plunder that Cincy Shirts podcast archives, 122 episodes now to listen to. This was 123. Uh, Lots of great ones back there, a big variety of guests, athletes, people you know, people you don't know, but all with great stories, uh, all connected to Cincinnati and living in the greater Cincinnati area. Today's show is produced by me with help from Josh and Darren. Our theme music is Cincinnati by Big Nothing. They're from Philadelphia. You can find all of their music on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you get your music. Find vintage tees from great places like Boston, Phoenix, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Louisville, Seattle, Philadelphia, and more at OldSchoolShirts.com. Lots of defunct teams, old stores, restaurants. It's just like Cincy Shirts, but for those towns. How about that? And again, the promo code for this episode is... East End Cincy. East End Cincy. It's all one word. All lowercase, all uppercase. You can alternate upper and lowercase if you want to be cute about it. It'll all work. Then use that to take 20% off your entire CincyShirts.com or OldSchoolShirts.com order. Here's a hack. You can use it once at each site. How about that? Follow our social channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat for the latest Cincy Shirts news. Tell your friends about the show. Give us a good review wherever you get the podcast from. And as always, download or stream us next time. Bye. I said goodbye